bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. Good day. The best day of the week. Great day to be alive. Great day to get better. I'm KL Frierson and welcome to another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to speak to y'all about this little thing called love languages. So many things I've got to tell you. But I'm afraid I don't know how Cause there's a possibility that you'll look at me differently, love Languages Ever since the first moment I spoke your name From then on I knew that by you being in my life Things were destined to change Cause love Languages So many people use your name in vain So let's talk about it <laughs> Or in the illustrious words of Kendrick Lamar Let's get this shit Let's, let's get, get this shit, shit. Let's get this shit. So love languages Now this is something that I've been struggling with over the years for some time now. Um, mainly because it just doesn't make sense to me. I can't say that. Let me rephrase. It makes sense to me. I understand it, but I think there are too many built-in excuses, which is why I give it very little credibility. Um, don't get me wrong. I understand the value behind the love languages and the reading up on them and the understanding the love languages, but it's a guide. It ain't gospel. It's just one of those things where be mindful. Um, so real quickly, let me let me give you some story time. When I used to drive Lyft, I picked up this um, this guy that ended up being the teletherapist that I was talking to at the time. And the only reason why I knew it was him is because he used this this phrase when he was talking to his friend. Um, do what you can. And let everything else take care of itself. You can only control your half. Um, when he was saying it, I finished his sentence. And when he got off the phone, he asked me if I knew him. And I I was like, I, I recognized your voice. You're my teletherapist. And he goes, oh, I recognized your voice, too. So we, you know, chuckled about that or whatever. And then he was talking to his friend about the love languages. And he asked me, what did I think about the love languages? I told him I, I didn't subscribe to it at all um and he goes why and i said i think it's hogwash Aww. then he asked me something that he, he stumped the driver he said have you ever been speaking to someone who spoke a different language and where you were eventually able to get your message across to them you realized that it would have been a lot easier if you just spoke the language that they speak and there i was like oh touche therapist touche so you know, we continued our conversation while I was taking him from one bar to another. Um, and I left that conversation with a different overall view of the love languages. So I no longer said that the love languages are hogwash. I now say that the love languages are to be used as a guide and not an instruction manual on how to love your lover. It's just a guide. 
So here's the funnier story about that night. And I'll, I'll get back into what I'm, what I'm, what I brought you all here for. So I was already headed to that bar. That's how I was into my night that night. I had some weird conversations and arguments and all those kind of things. So I was, I was headed there and I ended up hanging out with him and his friends. So I learned that therapists hang out with therapists and you know, why wouldn't they? But in learning that there are some wild conversations that these people have. And that moment I was like, yo, these are crazy people who get paid to tell other people that they're a little crazy. Anywho. (laughs) So what are love languages? There are five of them. Somewhere they said there were seven, but the book has five. Um, Acts of service, physical touch, gift giving, words of affirmation and quality time. So let's talk about those. Acts of service um, is anything that eases the burden of responsibility on the person. Uh, hearing things like let me do that or let me get that are golden for these t- kind of people, but not fulfilling or following through on those things that you said that you will do is detrimental. They could blow up about it. Um, gift giving. Not to be mistaken for being materialistic. It's um, the thoughtfulness and the effort behind the gift itself. So where the recipient feels more like the prize versus um, the sacrifice that you had to go through in order to get them said gift, um, they don't care about the sacrifice. They, they care that they were worth the prize of that sacrifice. Um, one of the things that could be detrimental to that kind of person is uh, giving them a, a thoughtless gift or forgetting things like an anniversary or a birthday or, um, you know, just just half assing in your gift giving quality time. Just being in their space isn't enough. That is not quality time. Um, but being attentive, having your undivided attention, um, that's that's of high importance. Uh, canceling or postponing really upsets a quality time person and they feel slighted. And that's one of those things that they blow up about. Um, words of affirmation. Actions don't speak louder than words for these people. Um, unsolicited compliments and comments. Oh, I like your hair. Nice nails. Your ass looks good in that dress. Um, those kind of things they like to hear. Um, but anything that's like a forced compliment or a, um, a coached compliment is really upsetting. Or if they feel like you hadn't paid attention to certain things or called out certain things that could be Um, one of those things that could cut them tremendously because it just feels like you don't care. Uh, Physical touch and physical touch is not about the bedroom or not just about the bedroom. Uh, Physical touch focuses on uh, your presence is important, like being in the same space, Uh, accessibility and the most important ability outside of ability, availability. So hugs, scratches, pats on the back, uh, touching, rubbing, um, foot massages, those kind of things, they they like it. If you don't give them those kind of things, you're not touching them. Um, that's a, a feeling of neglect. That's a, um, or if you're abusing them, that's another thing that a physical touch person is, ain't, ain't here for, not the abuse. So 
what are my love languages? I'm glad you asked me. And the what I mean by that is, is what's the percentages that my love languages fall under? So acts of service is 34 percent. That's cool. Uh, physical touch, 23 percent. Gift giving, zero. Quality time, 23. Words of affirmations, 20 percent. That's just how my my love languages break down. I've taken this test so many times. I've taken it uh, outside of relationships. I've taken it in relationships. I've seen things change in um, my results. And those things were changed based on what it was that I wasn't receiving. So it was overcompensated by another one of the love languages, Um, which when I went back to take it, when I was out of those relationships, it went back to this. So acts of service, physical touch, quality time, affirmation. Um, those are the four. And then the gift giving is, is a zero. Now, um, I'm going to say some, some things that may rub people the wrong way. Uh, this is my platform and I don't think I really care. So, People that have low emotional intelligence need guides. Emotional, damn it. And the reason why I say that is because, again, these are not instructions. These are these are guides. And just kind of moving past that, you're not putting up a tent where you've got to follow things down to a T. You're not putting together a table. You're not building a house. You're just learning about the person that you're in love with, the person that you're in a relationship with. It's a guide, which means that these things aren't going to be. You're going to mess up and it's okay. It's just one of those things, how to get back to it. But people who who use this like. A Bible, if you will, who uses as if this is the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Um, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, it's 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 not that. So another unpopular opinion: your love languages don't have to match for you to be in a successful relationship. Love languages help people have context for things that two people in a relationship do in order to love each other. Um, higher scores in one area over a higher score in another area doesn't mean that, you know, you value or it doesn't mean that you value the the lower scores or don't value the lower scores, if you will. Um, each love language is important to the individual. Zero um, percent, which I have for gift giving, zero um, percent <laughs> doesn't mean that I don't enjoy or appreciate gift giving. It's just one of those things that it doesn't have the same kind of impact that it has on other areas of of the love languages. You you see how many how many built in different things or how many arguments can stem from from this if people are going into it as saying, you know, these are my love languages and if you don't adhere to said love languages, this is, you know, what's gonna happen. You don't care about me or or what like those are your love languages. And these are mine. 
I'm going to understand yours and I'm going to do yours to the best of my ability, understand mine and do them to the best of my ability or your ability. And then let's let's just move from there. Let's let's move. That's like going to therapy and everything that the therapist says isn't gospel. It's suggestions. It's help. It's different tips. At the end of the day, you have to decide what you do with those things. Um, all in all, I personally believe that love languages should be called um, relationship languages. Uh, the reason why I say that is, let's say you do have the same love languages, but your physical touch happens to be uh, back scratches and your lover's touch happens to be um, foot massages. So if you give your um, your lover, and I know this is a, a very vague example, a back scratching and they really want a foot massage, then that could be an issue. I mean, come on, man. Like acts of service could be, you know, I need you to help me with my school stuff. Or it could be, you know, I want you to uh, help me clean or whatever the case may be. It could it could be different things, even that lie within the same category. So it doesn't cause confusion. It does shed light on those kind of things that make you all move forward in a relationship. But again, it's not gospel. It, it These are these are guides. I don't know how if I can express that enough. These are these are guides like love languages are used to generate communication. But. That's it. They're, they're used to generate communication. It's that identify, understand the changes that you see throughout your relationship. And trust me. You're in a relationship with someone who you feel like this is going to last some time. And let's say that they don't meet your love languages. That's okay. I'm one to tell you that even though some of my languages weren't met in the past um, and they probably won't all be met moving forward, um, there are other places where, hey, maybe the gift given does become more of a, a thing that I learned to appreciate. Or the words of affirmation becomes one of those things that I learn more to appreciate because at the end of the day, it's about how you communicate with each other and how you build each other and being able to move forward. Um, I didn't want to, you know, and I'm and I'm not beating up love languages. I'm, I'm really not, because, again, there's value in it. And I think there's tons of value in it. I think there there are tons of starting guiding lights for people who need that boost um it's not one size fit all and that's one of those things that we have to realize and and not put as much pressure on what the love languages are from from one person to another because that could cloud something that could really be good if you really learned each other via communication you know just kind of taking that time with each other and you're going to constantly learn each other as you move forward in your relationships. It's just a natural order of things. Um, I would love where it's an episode of a, a guy who's an extreme advocate for love languages 
a woman who's an extreme advocate for love languages, um, man or woman, man and woman who are opposed <laughs> to the love languages as well. And just kind of, you know, sit down and, and deliberate about these things, because also having different opinions and being different helps us learn more just in general. But as for me, um, I've I've used it as a guide. I've used it as a, oh, that's insightful. Um, hey, babe, let's take this this uh, assessment and just kind of see, you know, where it is that we're falling um, into this. And I may try to apply those things here or there and just see if it works. Um, I don't I don't want it to be. I'm not even going to say that. Because if I say that, that's a that's a whole different conversation um, and argument that I'm willing to have at another time. It ain't astrology. Um, I don't look at it like I look at astrology. And that's another conversation for another time. But it's love languages, y'all. And it's one of those things that, you know, it's for some people. It ain't for others, but at the end of the day, make sure you're doing what it is that you're needing to do in order to make that relationship solid. Um, thank you for tuning in to this rant, this ramble. Um, I appreciate you lending me your ears. Um, we've got more to come. We have more to come. Uh, this has been another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. I'm out. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. I look out. You know you're messing with the wrong.